This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And I keep getting messages from this goddamn game telling me to open a battle chest. I don't want to. <laughs> Casey's focused as always. What? Um, <laughs> well, I put on push notifications, but I don't want them now. <laughs> my name's Casey Lynch. If, I had to put my phone on mute because it kept going. Um, in just a moment, we're going to talk about The Morning Show on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, if you like what you hear today, go on to Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. Uh, subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. Okay. Yep. Have you done that? Yeah. Have you told any friends about this show? Yeah. I tell my friends about it all the time. Eh, whatever. But it's getting harder to, like, drop it casually into conversation. Oh, I do at least once a day. I know. In every conversation I have. I know have. you do. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I use it yeah. to pick up women. The news. I have a work. podcast. <laughs> what did you say, Casey? What? What? I said, I use it to pick up women. <laughs> it does not work. I was going to say, it's like podcast, like like a cool thing in yeah it's really cool profile. to explain what a podcast is to half the people i talk to about <laughs> hey i'm a white guy with a podcast <laughs> it's a pretty novel concept yeah. um so the morning show on apple tv plus is the only show i know that is on apple tv plus <laughs> i was just gonna yeah. say yet another streaming service fuck Guys, apple when is just it say gonna, that? fuck apple why when is it gonna I end apple. i wish iphones weren't so like prevalent I want to get a Samsung or something, but I hate technology. So I'm like, well, iPhone, I know how to do it. And my cousin can tell me what I do. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. it. Um, Apple really went for it with this one with at least the cast. Yeah. Um, I mm -hmm. thought, yeah. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, Mark Duplass. Well, you have to. When you're starting another streaming service that like nobody needs another streaming service, you have to have something to make them want to pay for your a good show would be a start subscription yeah so uh, who is buying the streaming service it's i will say it's only 4.99 a month which seems reasonable for a streaming service but there are fucking 35 of them out there yeah and they all have good shows at least some so are people paying five dollars a month just for the morning show yeah i don't know i don't know man no. Are there that, no, are there they're that doing many... the free trial and then like binge watching it. Right. Are there that many Apple it. fanboys that are supporting Apple TV Plus? Well, I don't know what Probably. else is on it. I truly I don't know no what idea. else is on Apple it. Apple fans are really. Yeah. Yeah. They're like that. <laughs> um, as we record this podcast on a, on a MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys. Um, although I've never owned an iPhone. Yeah, neither am I. Well, yeah, They're that's so what I'm saying. Expensive. Is fucking apples. Is, everyone has apples, so you're like, well, it'd be so much easier for me to just get a, an iPhone than have to deal with. I don't know. How else do you message people? <laughs> Text <laughs> on another phone. Why is there like some special Apple message? I don't know. I message. Uh, sure. I just made that up. <laughs> Although I think it's real. <laughs> I, 
honestly, like ninety percent of the reason I got an iPhone, like currently, is because uh, I listen to podcasts mostly on my phone. Mm. That's pretty much what I use my phone for. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I already know how to do it on my on the iPhone. Oh, I was gonna say because I listen to podcasts only on my phone. Not as much as me. And I don't have an iPhone. Like, have... it is possible to get by in life without one. Yeah, but what if I go a day without having a podcast in my head? What will I do? What Kill if I yourself. Use the Samsung. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the morning show. Do we have to? New York City, two fifty-eight a.m. Why did that matter? I thought there was going to be flashbacks. Just so you knew that it was really, really late at night. Yeah. Like this is all happening. Like, you mean in the really middle... early in the morning? Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> chip is awoken with a phone call uh this is mark duplass's character mm-hmm. and he's having this conversation he goes motherfuck we're destroyed yeah and he calls up mitch played by steve carell who is giving a lot of very concerned looks as he talks with mm. chip and then we see alex wake up played by jennifer Aniston. she wakes up to her 3 30 alarm and she starts to get ready for work ignoring calls from chip throughout this whole thing yeah uh a fun like little montage of her getting ready yeah mm-hmm. doing like the roller on her face yeah she put like a coffee in the thing to like let the coffee pour in. and as she's waiting for that she drinks a red bull yeah yeah <laughs> like gets on her treadmill and was like walking but like resting her head on the treadmill yeah um and she drives into the studio where she works and chip is there standing out front mm-hmm. and she is like clearly pissed off that he like keeps calling her and she's like who fucking died yeah. And then we find out that her partner and co-host for the morning show, Mitch, has been fired effective immediately for sexual misconduct. Mm-hmm. And so Alex is incredibly pissed. They've been working together for 15 years. They've won 12 Emmys. And she was just like blindsided by this. She thought she should have been involved in the conversation. Chip reveals that like HR has been, had been investigating it for weeks. Yeah. Um, then we meet uh, Reese Witherspoon's character, Bradley who is a news correspondent for some conservative uh, station down in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And she's going to cover a coal mine protest. Uh, protesters on both sides, like those, yeah. th- those that work at the plant or are trying to get it reopened, and then the people, people against it. Coal, coal mine, the mine. <laughs> Plant mine. The people at the coal mine who were working at the plant. <laughs> uh, uh, her cameraman gets knocked over in this fray, and she flips out on the guy who did it, grabbing him, and more about chess ridiculous <laughs> constantly grabbing him and not letting him go until he can give her five facts about coal yeah and this everything was so embarrassing yeah everything he says she goes wrong try again yeah and the whole time i'm like all right this is obviously gonna be recorded yeah mm-hmm. i i wrote down no phones question mark because i looked around no one held a phone <laughs> I did too. i'm like who the fuck no one's recording this protest everyone's yeah. recording everything all the time <laughs> um, but then they later on Alex goes on the air on the morning show and delivers a monologue about what happened with Mitch Mm. and about getting through this with the viewers as a family. And, you know, all the network people behind the scenes are loving it. And Bradley's watching down in West Virginia and she goes, oh, fuck off. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I hated her at first and then I started to like her character. Like in the van, I in the van and at the protest, I was annoyed. And then her character gets a little bit better. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she was a little overwritten early on. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, she she was she was good. She was better. Um, she gets back to her station and she gets reprimanded by her boss mm. because now this video is online and it's starting to blow up. Yeah. And she ends up quitting, espousing all these ideals about like honest journalism and telling the truth. Um, and she was also passed over for a job 
and she's kind of been like marked for years because there was an incident where she said fuck twice on live tv yeah. <laughs> like she said it by accident once and then she like paused and she's like fuck yeah um i wish they, i wish they put that clip in there somewhere yeah, pretty good um somebody at uba which is where the morning show is sees the video and has been looking for strong women to bring on for a segment mm-hmm. so she goes out in search of this bradley woman hey as far as i'm concerned all women are strong <laughs> After the last episode, you guys really need to... All that got cut. Oh, then yes, Casey, good. (laughs) Don't patronize me. Good job, Casey. Uh, Don't patronize me. Liz is patting me on the head right now. All women are strong. Do you disagree with that? Jeez. I don't. Wow. We have two feminists, and the only woman here is a total sexist and hates women. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. She just dislikes them. <laughs> See, you can make jokes like that because it's clear it's a joke, not like last episode. Right, yes. <laughs> Mitch is at home surrounded by his team, managers, lawyers, whatever, mm. and he's freaking out, saying, like, Hey, I had all these affairs, but they were all consensual. Uh, and then he freaks out and smashes his TV with a golf club as he's watching the morning show. Mm. And behind him, his wife clears her throat. <laughs> And says, <laughs> she's bringing the kids to the Hamptons and she's filing for divorce. Yeah. It was so flat that I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it was I'm, great. I, I'm picking up the kids. I'm bringing them to the Hamptons and I'm divorcing you. Yeah. I haven't liked you in a long time. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Bradley visits her mom's house. Uh, and during the protest, I think she got a call from her mom saying like, oh, she went to like pick up her brother. Yeah. The call was very weird. Yeah. I, f- I forget why, but there was like, her mom was saying weird things. But... Then we get to the mom's house and we find out that her brother has been in rehab, Mm -hmm. but the mom went to check him out, which pissed off Bradley. Yeah. And so they start to argue and the brother's like even on Bradley's side, like agreeing sheepishly that he's an addict. Like I am an addict and you did take me out so you would have company. Yeah. Uh, But then the mom like snaps and starts screaming that Bradley's ruining dinner. Um, Yeah. This scene was weird. Yeah. As everyone goes silent, there's a knock on the door. And it's the talent agent from UBA asking Bradley to come to New York City. Did for she it. look familiar to you guys? The talent agent? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't recognize her. I thought I knew who it was, and then I think she just looked similar. Mm. But I wasn't sure if you guys knew. Mm-mm. I didn't look it up. Um, Chip and Corey, who is the head of news at the network, are at dinner, and they're discussing how they've been discussing replacing Alex anyway before all this happened. Like, the past five years, she just, like, hasn't had it. Yeah. Um... And, like, Chip's trying to defend her, because, I don't know, they never said anything. Like, did they have a previous romance? It seemed like they, they had some sort of thing. Some kind of relationship. Yeah, there was some tension there. They're close. Yeah. But they, they were close, and Chip was, like, trying to say, like, yeah, but today she was so good. Um, And then, you know, Corey, the, the head of the news network, gives this, like, fuck journalism, corporate sensibilities kind of speech. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, now's the time to, like, find a new marriage and to, like, reboot the show. And then we see Alex is very drunk, goes into the uh, studio early and sneaks into Mrs. Mitch's dressing room and kind of like... You're going to say Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire dressing <laughs> room. Um, she tries on his wigs. Um, she goes into the fridge. And, of course, there's a bowl of whipped cream. Puts that on. It was a cake. Oh, God damn it. All right, forget this Did I bit. miss that part? <laughs> I think I missed that part. Of Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You thought that was all real? Yeah, because <laughs> at this point I was like kind of on my phone. And I'm like, well, because you were saying like wigs and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, acting thing, whatever, sure. 
And I was like, wait, whipped cream? What? We put it on him? I thought of Varsity Blues. I'm like, wait, what? Toodaloo! <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's like her face in a cane. Um, so she finally like lets herself break down in Mitch's dressing room. Yeah. Was there any point to her being drunk? Because then she sobers up in like an hour. And goes on air. Just like, oh, she wouldn't have gone into the dressing room sober. Yeah, she was already emotional. Yeah. Hence the drunk. So we see Bradley driving into the studio that morning, and the billboard we saw in the opening, which I didn't mention, but it was just like, you know, Alex and Mitch on the billboard, has already been changed to Alex 24 hours later. Mm -hmm. So Bradley sits down with Alex to do the interview, and Alex slowly starts to, like, get in, like, little digs. Yeah. She already mentioned backstage while she was getting ready, like, oh, yeah, this was, like, clearly staged. Yeah, like, who doesn't know they're being recorded? Right, right. Like, especially a reporter. Um, so she's like, oh, you're a diehard reporter, huh? Aren't all journalists supposed to, like, keep their emotions out of the story and not become the story? Mm. And, you know, Bradley has, like, some pretty well-measured comebacks. Um, and eventually she's like, I just want to tell the truth. And backstage, the producers are, like, all saying, Alex, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, stop being such a... Because yeah, she kind of throws it back to her in, like, a kind of passive aggressive way mm-hmm. yeah where it's like she's not outright saying like you're being a bitch but she's kind of like right, right chill yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that night alex sneaks into mitch's house and it, it's just him there um so she's yelling at him for ruining her life and yeah. they do finally hug and he does apologize but then as she's leaving he chases her out into the rain and tells her like they were looking to replace you anyway which she's like no you're lying you're lying mm-hmm. Then Bradley gets a call as she's waiting for a taxi from Corey, the head of the news network. And he says, why don't you come meet me for a drink to discuss your future? And she like jokingly says like, oh, is this my big break moment or something? Yeah. And he goes, that depends on you. Ooh. And I think that was the end. Yes. Of the morning show on Apple TV plus show. Also, why is it called Apple TV plus? Oh, because Apple's annoying. (laughs) Like I know Apple TV is already a thing. But that well, was the yeah, best. Then, I guess. Yeah. I, but actually, that was I, the best thing you can come up with for your streaming service. Just adding a plus to an already existing product. Well, Apple had their. I never really thought about it. Apple had honest. like two creative things. They made the iPhone, and then they just made that again. <laughs> they haven't really had a. a <laughs> what was the second a, creative thing? Remember those old computers from that? Ever, yeah. The nineties that were like different colors. Those were cool. Oh yeah, like the Apple Two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so no, what did just, you guys think of the morning show? Oh, their best innovation is they just make phones worse now. <laughs> I love that about them. I didn't like the show at all. Really? I really oh, disliked really? it. Okay. Why? Well, for a lot of reasons that I wrote down, actually. First off, one of my first notes was, um, this is like the news, but more boring. <laughs> it just felt like I was watching the news, but it was less interesting and I wasn't learning anything. They threw all this stuff to you and I had no investment in any of the characters. So I didn't care. And then they go to an even darker place where they take this sexual misconduct stuff and they make it about the people who don't give a shit about that instead of making it about, like they don't, they completely gloss over any victims. Yeah. They're just like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, he like was like sexually harassing or sexually assaulting women, but we care more about the millionaire anchor who's affected because now her TV career isn't as good. It just felt so dark to go that quickly into that. Well, I think that's the story they were telling, though. Like, like the writers of the show. Yeah, like that. That's the perspective. Like, for the for the um, 
at least for this pilot episode, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll go into that more later. But like that's that's the story. It's like is that we don't how care. that affects these people. Yeah. Like I mean, how does ultimate, that affect the? Well, let me let me go real quick to this one thing that kind of relates to how they're glossing over the victims. Uh, Steve Carell says makes a, says something about Me Too, and she goes, "Don't say those two words as a joke." It's really not that funny. It's kind of insensitive. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying in theory, but the show isn't going to be about that. The show is going, I think, going to be about the dynamic between Jennifer Anderson's character and Reese Witherspoon's character and how the network handles that. Wait, could this have, was just an impetus to like get that could moving. Could they have really quickly just been like, he got drunk and told off one of the producers and got fired? That's well, I think that this is more, this is more... But he got fired and it's about him losing his job and the dynamic between but them. But he's still going to be a character that has to have interesting interactions. I don't know. If the whole thing and was it's he just kind cur- of a timely or, thing and has like happened. Yeah, it, you know. That's why it's it feels weirder is because it is timely. It feels like Apple was trying to get in on this and use it. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I agree with you a little bit, but I don't I don't think story-wise it's an issue. Mm-hmm. I, I just no. think No, it, it worked for the story. It just felt weird for them to be like all the characters don't give a shit about what actually happened. They're interested in their own thing, which I understand. But it felt weird for a TV show to be about that. Because the whole show is about news is immoral. That was the complete, the entire thesis of the show. Newscasters are immoral. Everyone involved in the news is immoral. No mm-hmm. one cares about anyone else. They want to make money and they don't care how they get the ratings. That's what the show was. And right. it, it just felt weird to also be, you know, throw that other element in there. Yeah. And they really just no, shoved no. down our throats how news is immoral. That was annoying. <laughs> Like, we really got it at that point. But some people really just want to tell the truth. Do they? Because then she told the truth to that guy and yelled at him and then went on air and talked about... She, like, gave, like, political... uh, Not liberal, like, ideas on coal and then went on TV and immediately started talking about coal being good. When she... When she's at the... Yeah, when she's at the protest, she's yelling at the guy and then cuts it... When she goes back to, like, start the report and is talking about how coal is good. Like, how it's... Giving like people are losing their jobs without this coal plant. Yeah, well, I think in the in it's her first every, scene, they're saying that she person. has to like tell the story with that other, like with that. I think they were like given like kind of like an agenda. No, I know, to but report it's just, it. But it's just showing she doesn't actually care about right, right. Giving out the right information. Well, I think she, journalists all think they care. Well, I think this particularly made me think about like th- that aspect of it because I just watched a private war. That movie about what's her name Marie Culver, like the war correspondent, and mm. I was like, oh, I just watched it. Like I, I hadn't seen it yet, so I was like, I just watched a thing about like a good journalist, and I was like, oh, all these people are shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who am I supposed to like? And then I liked Reese Witherspoon a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think she was the most likable, other than maybe Mark Duplass's character. Oh yeah, he, uh, he well, wasn't. I don't know if I thought he was that likable. He was not unlikable. He didn't even like in that one conversation where the uh, exec who who's the Corey the guy from the network yeah is is oh, yeah. talking about Jennifer Aniston's character and he's like he like sort of defends her he's like well she was really great on this episode and then and um at, like whatever when she gave that statement yeah and then. As he continued to, like, just kind of bash her and say, we need to find, like, the new uh, husband and wife or whatever. He is, like, he just folds. Yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, he doesn't want to stand up to it. And, like, I don't know. Oh, that... Corey... Not, that's not that likable to me. Yeah. Well, when, I, like, she thinks that he has her back I in feel like situations. everyone else was, like, a bad person, and he was just, like, a average person. Yeah, I mean, he's being yeah. told something by his someone boss, very yeah. powerful and yeah. is his boss, yeah. I wanted to bring up something that felt very ominous in that scene when the two guys were talking at the restaurant. The Like, the boss guy uh, was talking about broadcasting, like, it's going to get, you know, pushed out if they don't you know think about it and he goes broadcasting is going to be bought out by tech and i immediately thought this was apple saying we're going to take over your world <laughs> this, this felt like someone in apple's like put this in there yeah <laughs> so that when we really fucking have a monopoly on everything we can I, I was actually also worried about amazon taking over like yesterday yeah i think i'm scared of corporations <laughs> <laughs> um elizabeth what did you think of this show um i did like it I don't think it was like um, anything really groundbreaking, but I certainly enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked the acting, and I I'm interested in what happens next. So I'm I'm here for it. I don't I, I don't know. Are you gonna watch it? I th- uh, no. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> I want to watch it, but on the site that we watched it on, there's just like. So much porn advertised on every corner. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. I don't know where it's all thing. coming from. <laughs> when we type in the show, it brings up like porn before we can get to the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe. <laughs> so no. <laughs> yeah, like I typed in th like to start to type the morning show, and like thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. dot com came up. I don't know where. <laughs> Oh, very good. Oh, oh, my God. This show felt very out of touch. Like, everything they brought up felt like someone who kind of was looking at the current, like, news climate and was like, mm-hmm. like through like a very foggy lens and was like, I think I kind of get what's going on. I'm going to make a TV show about it. <laughs> it, it. It felt like they really weren't, like, invested in the ideas they were throwing out there. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, you heard about Me Too? It sounds about like sexual stuff like bad <laughs> sexual stuff so we'll just put that in there just as an impetus for the show to start or like there was other stuff too i forget because yeah. i didn't write it down because like i said this is more boring than the I news just, i just think that the, that this i don't know i think that it will get better and it won't be like about that yeah i don't th- i don't think that's going to be what that. it's about yeah. um yeah i thought the acting was really good um yes i, I think I, mean, I think it, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon were both nominated for awards already for this because mm-hmm. it's coming out, you know, just before award season. Um, at least one of them was nominated for a Golden Globe. I think they maybe yeah, both the act- were. The acting was good. Oh yeah, I think they both were, and maybe one of them won it. No, I'm gonna hold no, on. Let's fact check. You guys keep Any, talking. Anyway, acting was good. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously those, those two are great. Carell, Duplass, yeah. um, even some like the, the side characters were good. Um. I liked most of the writing and dialogue. Um, yeah. Like I said, it felt like a little bit overwritten early on, but I think they like remedied that pretty quickly. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of weird actually that like for a show to do that all in the first episode. Yeah. Where like, it definitely got better as the episode went on. Yeah, Usually it's like, like oh, the season got better. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. yeah, it was like noticeable. Cause a lot of shows have that like overwritten character. Yeah who just like speaks in such a way that no one fucking does. Yeah. Like no one is that quippy all the time. Um, but I felt like they toned it down even over the course of the show. Mm-hmm. 
And like Reese, Reese Witherspoon felt like more real as the show went on. Yeah. Um, Olivia Coleman one. Oh for yes, the crown. Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see the crown. What was that movie? The favorite. Yeah, the favorite. Yeah. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Also in Fleabag. Olivia Colman. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. Well, I figure she's British. She's, well, yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> great. Like she's in everything. <laughs> they all just cycle around. Yeah. I read an interview with Olivia Coleman, and she was, it was, you know, she was talking about something about, like, young actresses, and she's like, I didn't get, like, my first big role until I was, like, 40, and now yeah. she's in, like, the fucking everything good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, if you're um, a young actor or a young something, stick at it. Olivia <laughs> Coleman didn't get big until, like, last year. <laughs> That's right. So... I did like the show too. It it didn't blow me away. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. I mean, like production, acting, all that stuff was good. Just like the premise didn't blow me away. It's just not something I'm like super super interested in. Um, I think I could be if it turns into like a really interesting character study of like just these two women, um, and it's not like all these different elements and like the sexual assault and like how the network is run and all this other stuff. Um, but I, I don't know which direction it's going in. Yeah. Yeah. And also I think that this is something I would watch if it were on a streaming service that you had or a show that I had. <laughs> yeah. Right. And because I don't have it, I don't, I don't like know. How much work are you going to go to to watch yeah, this show? That's all. That's all. Right. Yeah. Like, There's a how lot much, of TV. How much porn am I going to have to watch <laughs> to. Well, it works. <laughs> you don't have to watch the porn. Well, this pop up came up. I better watch um, that real quick. Okay, that's not what Bill told me. Wait, you <laughs> don't have to click on the pop ups? No, you can watch porn at will. I thought you have to click on the pop up and watch everything and then it goes away. Nope. Oh, next time you're you're seeing that, there's like a little X. Well, Bill, that's why we wasted a lot of time and we're up so late. <laughs> oh, gross! I'm just kidding. I just mean never mind. <laughs> Ew, mom and dad have sex. <laughs> that's not what I was saying. Oh. Billy, cover your ears when you're listening to this in 15 years. <laughs> Don't let him listen in 15 years. <laughs> be 18. Oh, that's true. Um. <laughs> In 15 years. In 15 years. <laughs> a decade and a half. It's going to be here like that. Yeah. Or All like right. in 15 <sighs> years. All right. Anyway. Um, any other thoughts on the morning show? I had one. Oh, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Um, <laughs> this just in. Billy made a comment about there being so much like stuff going on. Did you guys, you guys remember like there was a, the couple... In line, like leaving a play or going into a play. Oh my god! What the fuck was that? <laughs> who, who the fuck were those people? I kind of thought it was funny, but it, I don't know why they were like going to see Lo- the Gilmore Girls. It the was musical. Of, it was out of nowhere. It was it, completely it was, out of nowhere. It was, Casey, I forgot about that. It was oh my like god! A scene happened, and then they cut for two minutes to these cu- this couple talking about a fucking play. Who was this couple? It, no one. And then they cut away, and it was never brought up. The couple. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. The couple. I don't even think they work uh, like romantic couple. Yeah. He worked for the network. Okay. And yeah. he was like saying how he should be up for consideration to take over Mitch's job, but he wouldn't be. Cause when does that happen? While they were standing in line for the move oh, for the play. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see him any other time though. But you don't see them before that and you don't see them after <laughs> yeah, that. What the fuck? That, I just thought that, that kind of made me laugh. But I, I saw. Like, what I saw the hell kind of name is Lorelai anyway? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was 
so fucking. But I saw him in a picture on one of the, like the promotional things when I was just like researching the show. Yeah. So like he must be in it. But yeah. yeah, this scene was just like dropped in the middle of the show. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking bizarre. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, they could have easily. Yeah, I forgot about that because it did not fit. And didn't. Yeah, that's yeah. really funny. I thought about it when we were recording the last episode because Lauren Graham was in it, oh, yeah. and it, like kind of, like it like popped up in my brain. Yes, confusing the two, but um, you know. It's not the same, but Casey, did you, I know that Bill's seen it, but did you ever see, um, sports night nope. that Aaron Sorkin show? Nope. Sorry. So sports night is like, pro- I don't want to say better written. It's written differently than this, Yeah. but it's like also like more of a comedy. How, what would you call that? Oh a dramedy? Gosh. What would you call that? I don't know. I haven't seen Sports Night in at least 15 years. Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite shows yeah. ever. I mean, we watched both seasons in your parents' basement. During in the like, blizzard. In, like, one night. Yeah. Whoa. There was a blizzard, yeah. yeah. And we were eating Pepperidge Farm, like, cracker things. Oh, my God. I remember that so clearly. <laughs> oh, you guys are the coolest. <laughs> my brother had just gotten it for Christmas. He got both seasons on DVD. It only lasted two seasons. Mm. And we just, like, got snowed in. And like all sat in the basement and watched it. Yeah, no, it's a good show. It's a good show. You know, it's a good show. Party down. Oh yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, that got canceled quick. Yeah, great show. It was only two seasons, I think. Yeah, I never finished that. I don't think. Me neither. Um, you know what show did like the immorality of like the news? Well, not the show, movie. I meant to say, Nightcrawler. Have you guys seen that? No. Why does that sound so familiar? What is that? Well, it's an X Men, but it's also it's with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. He's like the um. Like the freelance, uh, not news reporter, but like takes videos of like crime scenes and stuff. Oh, I it's don't really know. good at showing like the immoral side of, like huh. I mean, and it's obviously dramatized because he's like a sociopath and it. it's a very good movie. But like that, that made me really feel like icky about news. This just made me feel like what a bunch of dicks. <laughs> like that movie, I was like, oh god, what's what a scumbag. Yeah, that's this why. Just like these are selfish assholes. I don't yeah. like these people. Yeah, I'm. I am I kind of to talk about movies. I'm kind of interested because I've heard good things about this show. Yeah, and I'm kind of interested to see what takes center stage. Is it going to be about the news and telling the truth and immorality? Uh, but see, <laughs> some parts of the show would lead me to be, believe that, but then other parts, I'm like, no, that's going to be just a backdrop for these character interactions like between like three yeah. or four people. Yeah. I think it'll be that. I think that I feel like maybe the way they introduced it at the golden globes or something leads me to believe that there's a little bit more focus on the me too movement um, stuff. Yeah. I think, or, or maybe, maybe it just doesn't end with him and with the, it's like something happens to these two women and they have to band together. Yeah. Um, maybe could yeah, be knows. a guess. I don't know. Or just like women in the workplace, like sticking together. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Any other thoughts on the morning show? Besides Casey's one thought, which was a good one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, this wasn't for me, but I don't really like shows where you don't like the whole cast. That's what this felt like. <laughs> what about Seinfeld? Well, like the whole cast is are bad people, I should say. What about Seinfeld? Seinfeld's great. Yeah. Actually, just, well, they're all bad people. No, they're not. Uh, who's a good person in Seinfeld? All of them. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever watched that show? Yeah, I just watched it. It's great. Actually, I just <laughs> you watched it. You think they're all the... good people? They're I mean, all terrible, terrible they're people. They're not terrible. They're funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're funny. Yeah, they can um, be funny and still be not good people. No, they're fine. Relax. <laughs> I just watched it in the dentist, actually, while I was getting my root canal. <laughs> and then Elizabeth sent you Tim Watley yeah. gifts. 
um i haven't seen it forever i was like they put on seinfeld i'm like oh this is good and then there was like a glitch where i just kept skipping episodes like it would open up for like a minute and then would just skip to the next one i'm like can someone fix this while i have it oh you know what they did they the dentist took out this bunsen burner looking thing i'm like what is that and then she lit a fire what and she took one of the dental tools and was heating it up on the fire and sticking it in my mouth (laughs) wait what (laughs) yeah and were you all like numb i was numb but and i i think she was you know probably not just jabbing it around did you check to see if she like branded you with a serial number or something no whoa you should check it looked like one of those scraper things and she was heating up she's like it's gonna be warm in your mouth and then she just stuck it in my mouth and when she pulled out like all like the vapor like came off of it and i'm like it might be and i couldn't help but smiling because it felt like i was being tortured <laughs> like laying back like with my mouth wide open and a bright light in my face as somebody heats up metal instruments to stick in my mouth <laughs> oh my god it was very funny do you guys remember when lip tattoos were a thing yes are they still i think people still get them but no one cares now yeah because you get a lip tattoo you probably have a bunch of tattoos already yeah Nobody cares. cares. (laughs) If you get a tattoo, no one cares. Yeah, so I I go to the eye doctors tomorrow. Oh my god, just doctor. How are they going to torture you? I need glasses. They're going to heat something up and fucking jab into your eye. (laughs) Well, when I get those glaucoma tests, they puff the air in your eye, and it doesn't bother me. But I have like the reaction of jerking my head back. Yeah, like I don't do it; it just happens. And so every time they do it, they're like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, I'm fine. My head just does this. <laughs> it seems odd that they like wouldn't that, that that you'd be the only person that would have that reaction, right? Well, I, yeah. I like. He's very dramatic. Back like a foot, like it freaks. Me, like, oh, like I don't care, but I know it. Like my body doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, I'm all a right. medical marvel. <laughs> all right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot and thank you to the beats for providing our theme music oh wait (laughs) join us next week wait for our 100th episode maybe (gasps) oh shit i don't know when this is coming out but maybe next week is our 100th episode join us for a 100th episode stay tuned guess what 100 weeks after check it if this episode's 99 next week is our 100th episode oh my god and if it's not then i'm gonna cut all this out bye (laughs) bye bye